Welcome to the MUFG Global Markets Podcast with SN Coman, Head of Commodities, ESG and Emerging Markets Research EMEA. It's Friday, 26th of May, 2023. And in this week's podcast, Esan talks about the de-dollarization of petrodollars. The following podcast is intended for professional investors and eligible counterparties only, and not for retail clients. Any content should not be regarded as an offer to conduct investment business or an investment recommendation, but for information purposes only. Esan, you and the Global Markets Research Team have put out a report this week on the prospects of the de-dollarization of petrodollars. Can you offer our listeners the key insights into this important theme? Thanks, Una. So yes, big picture, recent international deals and new alliances have prompted the hoary old question of whether the US dollar's dominance is at risk. For some context here, in the week of the Russian-Ukraine war, and US-China geopolitical animosity, there has been a slew of speculation that the US dollar is in danger of losing its status as the global reserve currency with the hegemony of the petrodollar system now in question. Now, it is cliche to say that we live in an ever-changing world, but if something has not changed for more than half a century, is there something different transpiring this time? Now, we would say only yes and no. On the one hand, currency choice tends to be driven in part by economic ties and partly by geopolitical alliances. China has become an important economic partner as its economy develops and imports more commodities, especially old economy energy, while at the same time, geopolitical developments demonstrate the attractiveness of a more diversified non-US dollar currency basket. Indeed, China wants to expand the so-called BRICS group, that's Brazil, Russia, India, China, and South Africa, a group of countries, and boost local currency trade. Meanwhile, Russia is urging the use of friendly currencies after losing access to about half of its international reserves due to the Ukraine war sanctions. For, for example, a Russian nickel is exported to China in Chinese yuan, and Russian legislators are lobbying India to ditch the US dollar as well. Now, Brazil, on the other hand, is seeking new geopolitics by building relations with China. And all this has led Una to IMF Managing Director Kristalina Georgieva to warn of a second Cold War. Now, yet on the other hand, de-dollarization proponents of the petrodollar trade often overlook, in our view, three different but interconnected dimensions. That is, one, the currency a commodity transaction is settled in, two, the currency in which a commodity is priced, and three, the currency in which commodity exporting countries hold the resulting reserves. And the US dollar dominates by and large uh, all three. Now, it is important in an important academic paper, Berkeley economist Barry Eichengreen and, and several co authors argue that the Chinese one can play an important role in the future, even in the absence of full financial liberalization, including a still closed capital account. And they believe that. This will not lead to the Chinese one overtaking the US dollar, but rather to a multipolar world of key currencies, including the US dollar, the euro, as well as the Chinese one. But all in, while there is a clear risk if the US abuses its exorbitant privileges, we see no evidence of that in the data so far. And our strong view is that there is currently no real contender to the US dollar for the petrodollar trade. And there are indeed a high number of hurdles to attain the top status of the global transaction currency, including capital market debt, 
and a reinforcing trust of governance in the legal framework and continuous access, trade invoicing, and convertible currency management systems. And we would say that the king dollar sits serenely indeed on its throne and unrivaled when considering these interlinked factors. Thanks, Essan. So it would seem that the US dollar's dominance in the context of petrodollars is here to stay, given the structure of petrodollar states' economies being commodity exporters. Could anything change this? So in the near term, we would say very unlikely. Indeed, we believe that being fed up with the US dominance is indeed old hat, and it would remain the world's currency of first resort for a long time until a multipolar currency world emerges for us at a very slow pace. Indeed, the fact that commodities are pricing US dollars for global markets helps to reinforce the US dollar's reserve status in a number of ways. Most prominently, it ensures that most countries will need to invoice at least a portion of their trade in US dollars, which in turn incentivizes them to hold a portion of their reserves in US dollars as well. And this is, of course, particularly important for commodity producers like Saudi Arabia and other petrodollar countries where a large portion of exports are invoiced in US dollars and the somewhat volatile concentrated nature of the exports encourages pegging or managing the currency primarily against the US dollar while simultaneously holding large US dollar reserves. And on the subject of the pegs to the US dollar, they have served petrostates in periods of high as well as low commodity prices. Indeed, the pegs serve as a credible anchor and appropriate policy framework as it provides a stabilization mechanism for inflation as well as output growth given the existing structure of these economies as commodity exporters, the price of which is in US dollar denominated receipts. So all in all, we believe that attempts to de-dollarize the petrodollars remains contained as well as constrained. Uh, thank you very much for sharing your insight, Essan. Have a good week and we will check in with you next week. Thanks, Una. Talk to you soon. Thank you for listening to this MUFG Global Markets podcast. Rate, review and subscribe and contact your MUFG sales rep for more information. Come back next week for more insights from the Global Markets Research Team.